This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, November 21st, 2011. I'm Caleb Brown. The Federal Reserve is an immoral institution. So said Texas Congressman Ron Paul during his keynote address at the Cato Institute's 29th Annual Monetary Conference. This is a portion of Congressman Paul's remarks. Today, the, uh, the big talk about uh, on the campaign trail and around the country and on the Hill is the unemployment problem. People want jobs, and they say 9% unemployment, 9% unemployment. And the people feel a lot in the country feel a lot worse than 9% unemployment. That's serious. But once again, they fudge the figures. Uh, you know, there's no reason to fully trust everything our government tells us, especially when things are going badly, whether it's on foreign policy or monetary policy, because they use the fear tactic to frighten people into, boy, yeah, the whole world's going to collapse unless we bail out the big banks and the big corporations. Yes, uh, you know, if we don't invade Iraq, there's going to be a holocaust and they're going to attack us and, dro- and drop bombs on us. And that is endless, the endless fear-mongering to scare the people and the Congress in, into spending money. Now, if you didn't have a Federal Reserve, it would come to a halt. It wouldn't happen if you weren't able to monetize debt. You weren't always to have this backstop in saying, well, if you, uh, if you haven't taxed enough uh, and uh, you can't borrow anymore, what would happen if you couldn't monetize debt? Interest rates would go up. And the Congress would say, hey, we, we have to watch it. We're taking too much out of the economy. So this has been such a grand deception. In the short run, you know, we tend to do better, uh, especially as a reserve currency. We've been able to buy goods from overseas dirt cheap and uh, have policies, whether the trade policies, regulatory policies, and tax policies. We can chase all our productive businesses overseas. So we end up with an economy that uh, isn't producing. We end up with a nation uh, deeply in debt, and uh, there's no willingness to admit the truth and decide to change things, and Congress is not in any position really to reign in the Fed. Now, some people claim, well, we, we need to change the mandate of the Fed. Well, since, um, since, since I don't like the Fed, I'm not interested in worrying about what the mandate should be because they're not going to do it anyway. I mean, here, here we, their mandate is that they're supposed to have full employment. They're failing there. They're supposed to have stable prices. Uh, they're failing there. So why, why do we have any trust whatsoever in, in what they do? And uh, besides, deep down in their hearts, really, their goal is to accomplish liquidation of debt because the debt is too big. They know that. We know that. But they're not, they don't want to default and just not be able to pay the interest rates. They're not going to do that. Governments of our size uh, and with debt of this size, the default always comes. The market is demanding a default. The market wants deflation. The market insists on that. Politicians and the Federal Reserve say, no, we have to inflate, inflate, inflate. But they do recognize that you have to liquidate the debt and, uh, of course, the malinvestment as well. But their goal is to liquidate debt with inflation. And that's not too hard to understand that if they can get uh, a 50% inflation rate in a year or two, that takes our $15 trillion debt and cuts it in half. 
And that is their goal, and, and they're pretty upfront about this. Uh, uh, Paul Krugman happens to be, uh, uh, have views quite different than mine. Uh, on, on occasion now, uh, we'll mention my name in his articles, but he says Ron Paul has it absolutely wrong. He worries about inflating the money supply, increasing the money supply, as being inflationary. He says that can't happen. Not, not in a weak economy, not when you're in recession. It won't cause prices to go up. Well, it seems to me like uh, he doesn't remember much of history, even our own history, you know, of the 1970s. They, they came up and the Keynesians were dumbfounded. They say, what's going on here? This is not supposed to happen. Oh, I guess we'll call this stagflation. Well, how about inflationary depressions? Uh, uh, that's happened quite a few times. And why he would think that it's totally immune here, I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Um, but uh, Bernanke, though, has given us a, uh, an indication of his explanation of why we have the problem. So this is the reason we shouldn't worry too much, because uh, I'm very pleased that he has to hold press conferences. That means he's, he's on the defensive right now, and I'm very pleased with that. But on the last one, when they were pressing him a little bit about why, why aren't you having more success, in his explanation, he's been unlucky. Uh, so it's boiled down to being whether you're lucky or not. Well, I, I don't think it's bad luck. I think it's bad policy. I think he's dealing with a system that is, is not viable. All it is, it's a, it's a deception. It's, a, it's, a, it, it's sort of like a drug. You know, you get some benefits and you keep using it. You know, run up debt, run up inflation, monetize the bad, big, make big, a bigger bubble. But just like a, a drug addiction, the, the drug addict feels better when he keeps getting drugs. An alcoholic feels better. But if you don't do something about it, you kill the patient. And right now, the patient is very, very big, and that's the worldwide economy. Uh, this, this is a, a big issue, and uh, yet uh, I, I think they're totally in denial. Uh, they're not willing to admit the truth, and they think that they can doctor this up and manipulate, manipulate it and, and work on it. So uh, what, what, do we, uh, what should we do about all this? Uh, well, my big picture of what we should do uh, is, is bigger than just the Federal Reserve, is that we as a people ought to talk, ask the question, how, uh, what should the role of government be? Uh, and does the Constitution have any meaning? Today, on the Hill, whether it's any of the three branches of government, the Constitution really is down to the point has has no meaning. So we have to decide whether the rule of law is worth something, and then we as a people have to decide what should the role of government be. Well, we followed the Constitution. The Constitution was written to restrain the federal government. And if you want government, it was supposed to be more local. But there were some uh, mandates in the Constitution. Article 1, Section 8 tells us what the government is supposed to be able to do. And uh, certainly we should have a strong national defense. But it also said something very strong about the monetary issue. Only gold and silver could be legal tender. That's never been, uh, been, been repealed. There's no authority for a central bank. So just following the Constitution uh, would, would get us back uh, you know, in a much better position. But uh, the purpose of government for me is the protection of liberty. 
And uh, I see the Federal Reserve as uh, the facilitator in the undermining of that liberty and the enhancement uh, of big government. But the longer the bubble lasts, I think the, the worse the suffering will be. But what, what can we do? Uh, I've, I've written as far back as the Gold Commission, uh, the case for gold. But even in that, uh, that dissent, uh, I took the position that I wouldn't close the Federal Reserve down in one day. The Federal Reserve will close themselves down eventually when they destroy the money. But I don't want that to happen, either closing it down in one day or waiting for a collapse of this whole system. So my idea is, is, is a sort of a copy of what uh, Hayek had talked about. Why don't we denationalize money, legalize competition, allow free markets to work, allow free market bankings to work. Maybe we could hold uh, the feet to the fire of the bankers to not commit fraud and counterfeiting. Today, fraud and counterfeiting is accepted. We allow our government to do this, and the Congress uh, does nothing. So I think we should legalize competition in, in currencies, which means that uh, first we recognize the Constitution, we repeal the legal tent laws, but I don't think you can tax money in order to have a competing currency. So what we should do is take the taxes off, uh, uh, off silver and gold, and even allow private mints to uh, issue gold. An individual not too long ago did that. He uh, issued some coinage, and uh, he was arrested. He was charged with counterfeiting as well as uh, terrorism and uh, had all his gold and silver stolen. And it wasn't like he was doing it in secret like somebody would if he were counterfeiting. He was doing it in the wide open. Uh, in it was wide open, yet the government does not want competition. Uh, the, this, is, this is, to me, the most important step that we could make. I have a bill in 1090A, which actually legalizes uh, uh, competition, and, uh, and we would have to address the subject of uh, fractional reserve banking. I think the fractional reserve banking and the pyramiding of debt is atrocious on what we put up with, and uh, there is a disagreement in libertarian circles exactly what you do with fractional reserve banking uh, in a free market, uh, anywhere from what Rothbard had said to others who would say, let the market decide as long as it's up front and you're not lying to people and you don't commit fraud. And, uh, but that, that is a, 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 a small argument compared to whether or not we should have competition in currencies and allow something else to circulate. Currencies circulate all the time around the world. It wouldn't be a big problem. So uh, I, uh, I believe in a short period of time, uh, we will be forced into making, making these decisions. And uh, there are others, I'm sure, thinking about it, and they would like to internationalize something different than the dollar reserve standard. They'd like to have another fiat currency and maybe a pretend uh, alliance with gold, but uh, they want to move the control into the IMF and the World Bank. I think that would be a disaster. I think what we need is just the restoration of the principles of liberty, defend our constitution, and say free markets are more important. And the government should be there to uh, make sure that that functions and that property rights are, are protected and contract rights are protected. This monetary issue uh, would not be that major uh, if we allowed some competition to come in. Right now, though, we have a long way to go on that. But uh, I, once again, I want to thank, for, thank you for the invitation today and appreciate very much being here. Thank you. Ron Paul represents the 14th Congressional District of Texas. You can listen to or watch his full remarks at the Monetary Conference at our website, cato.org.